Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear and t-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com/acast and use code acast for 20% off your first purchase. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com/podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Welcome back to the first episode of Talking Fast in 2024. My name is Sarah, and Jacob survived another year here. We made it. It's 2024. It's 2024. The podcast is almost one whole year old. Yeah, what? It'd be next week? Yeah, which is kind of crazy. And so since you've come along this whole journey with us, this episode is all about our 2023 wrapped and looking ahead to 2024, our goals, ambitions. I mean, maybe we've hit all of our goals by the point that this comes out on like, what, the 3rd of January? But uh, so we're going to be wrapping up the year. So we figured the best way to kick that off is instead of just going through our regular what are we drinking what are we eating we're going to talk about our favorites of the year so jacob what was your favorite thing you ate or drank a full first of all full year end review i love this you know we added a couple categories there like halfway through the year as well so we're up to five now i'm a big fan listen i started off the year talking about uh, a lot of drinks then people know i got into the snacks so i'm going with an eating one listen talk about my cottage lot that i'm building I have to throw it back to Weber's, the place in in Aurelia. It is a side-of-the-road burger joint. It has a bridge across the highway, Highway 11. It's just an amazing charcoal uh, uh, grilled burger. Listen, if you had it for the first time, you might not say it's a 10 out of 10. 
But for me, it's attached so, like, to nostalgia. It grows on you kind of thing? No, for it's attached to nostalgia for of me. So it was like there. I okay. didn't I didn't have it for a ton of years. We didn't have a cottage up there, but now I've had it a few times this mm. year that I'm just like savoring every bite that I go and eat. You're gonna get sick of it when you're going to your cottage. I don't think so. I don't think I will. I bet. Okay, next year's wrapped. No, we're gonna like come this <laughs> bring this back once this cottage is finished. We're gonna see how you're feeling about but it. But I just wanted to appreciate it this year, and the chocolate shakes are really good. <gasps> I so love I was just taking a moment back to be reflective on it and i was like this is something that i was very thankful for we're gonna have to do an episode from the cottage next year just so that i can experience getting the webers and the chocolate milkshake on the way we will do it and the fries with little seasoning salt (gasps) impeccable it's a great combo well my favorite eat i went with an eat even though i normally go with drinks but my i feel like the drinks are always like the same yeah my favorite eat of this year actually came recommended by like all of tiktok followers when i was going to london uh back in march and it is dishoom i highly recommend it to every single person you recommended it to me and i had it and it was great unreal so and it's now a place that i'm so proud to like recommend to people like i love to be like you have to go and look i know it's popular there's like it's like kind of a chain in london but it lives up to the hype i just it's still like my favorite chain right because i think they're only like four or five in london but but it's like it's like having a taroni in toronto like it's a good comparable but it's so delicious and i can't wait to go back to london hopefully next year and just like eat to shoot again because it's worth it i wish i didn't go the last night i was in london because i would have had it twice then like i should should have gone the first night and then the last night we did the same thing actually when Haley and i were there yeah the last night but butter chicken was it was so good everything was so good like things that i never even knew exist (laughs) anyway so if you're going to and go to Shum. That was my favorite eat. Okay, that's a good one. What about a uh, favorite thing this year that you read or watched? I can't do watch. I actually did a little bit of an Instagram like post about like things I watched. Because like, I mean, it would be Vanderpump Rules. I think okay. if I for watched, but that's like an old show. I don't know. What I actually wrote down as my favorite I'm going to go with read mostly because this entire year I've been in such a reading slump and I've really struggled and I really thought there was no hope in ever finding another favorite book. I literally was earlier this year. I was like, I've read all the good books in the world. That's it. Anyone There's no listening, more. Anyone listening right now, pause and take your bets of what you're about to say. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like everyone knows. I think we all know it's A Court of Thorns and Roses, obviously. And do you want to what? Not just because it's like, I loved the series, but it's because it got me out of a reading slump that I was in for so long. Like I read 2,500 pages in like five right. days that's I was wild. so obsessed that's gonna be like a crazy. world record or something. <laughs> maybe it was crazy like the fact that I just was so excited to like I was trying to combat my car sickness by reading in the back of cars yeah. I was so obsessed with it so all to say is that series got me out of a slump and it's now one of my favorite series ever and I'm already planning on rereading it as soon as the new year starts so that is a good one good yeah. way to kick off the year yeah, too good way. how about you for me I'm going with a watch and okay you mentioned Vanderpump Rules I haven't watched it still haven't checked it out so I don't know if this comment will like speak to it but in a lot of reality tv it's often the case especially these days that like you love to hate someone because there's like a villain character. Well, it's every single person on that cast. (laughs) Right. So like I, listen, I will do that sometimes and indulge in a little bit of love to hate kind of uh, that kind of situation with reality TV. Mm -hmm. But my, one of my favorite watches, I'm putting it on as my favorite right now was jury duty. That was on my list. It's the exact opposite of loving to hate someone. That's true. It's, or you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, loving Ronald to hate someone. In it is the most wholesome human. The most wholesome human, but it also was one of the most entertaining shows to watch. Yeah. There were a couple moments that were like, "Oh, really?" But overall, everyone, including myself, was just rooting for this guy and rooting for the show because it was so entertaining. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they could pull it off again. I think maybe not 
with jury. Like, yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised else. if they do it with something else. Um, Some kind of undercover boss situation. For sure, or like for that. sure. And but they clearly did it so well that like it. I don't know. I think it could happen again. And I also like though that like you know. How, there's the pipeline of going on the bachelor bachelorette to becoming like an influencer yeah, on yeah. social media. I have no idea what Ronald is doing. Well, Ronald signed a deal with like the production company that put on jury duty. And now he's like a consultant, creative consultant. for. Okay. Them. But so he's that's not why, like out there. No, he's not trying some to. Meal yeah, kit or exactly. Well, he might be like making a little side hustle, but <laughs> he's like now working as like a producer with them. <clears throat> I so love that. I think that's why I think they're going to do it again. I think they're going to go, okay, how could we do this again? And like, in if a different I context. can get a little bit more Ronald in 2024, oh, I'm that's, here for it. Oh, that's that's a really good way to put that. <laughs> I love that. I know we already went over our Spotify rap to our top artists were, but I don't think that necessarily means like what we listen to in 2023. Like yeah. I think sometimes you hyperfixate on things, and then that's like that's what changes everything. So for you, what was your, like your best listen, artist, song, podcast, whatever? That's, that's a good way to put it because. I have these kind of categorized in two separate ends of a spectrum here. One is like Spotify wrapped is what I had on repeat mm -hmm. all year long on my Spotify. But what I'm actually going with for the favorite thing I listened to this year was a concert. And oh, so like it was that. one artist, this like folk artist called John Craigie that I discovered in like the pandemic, like three, four years ago. And uh, a few of my friends, my brother and two of my close friends, we all started listening to him and mm -hmm. just in that time period. And there wasn't a lot to do. So we looked no. forward to like the first concert that we came back to, which ended up being in New York, I think in 2021 or tw yeah, 2021 in, in the fall. So we went and saw him live. And then again this year, I think at the end of the summer, we went and saw him at the Horseshoe here in Toronto. Uh, great so it was venue. like, it was a great venue, smaller club show right up by the front. And he's like kind of a storyteller, comedian ish, but then folk musician. And I don't know, I really like this stuff. So it was a good experience to just go out with some friends who like have been listening to this guy for so long and then just experience that show. So that was probably like top of my list for what I, I listened that. to this year. What about you? Well, similar to how I never thought I would discover another book that I love so much again, I never thought I would discover another artist that I become as obsessed with so quickly. So that's why I'm going with Noah Khan. Yeah. When okay. I look like when his concert tickets went on sale, like I'd say it was last December. My sister was like, she got like the Verify Fan pre-sale. It was like all this hype, and I no, I literally never heard of this man. I had no idea who he was, and she always talked about him. And then it took me a little while. I'd say May, May of this year is when I started listening, and especially when I started running, like the running journey and like listening to Noah Khan kind of went hand in hand because I really liked listening to season while I was running because it's a good tempo and I just like became obsessed it's all I listened to all summer like for him to be my number two artist and out of my top five songs this year three of them were Noah Khan songs yeah. for most listened to like only for really the last half the year is kind of crazy and then I got to see him in September I cried like so many times and it's just like for me to like love an artist that much that quickly like I haven't had that like fandom like feeling in so long other than like for someone like Taylor Swift but I've been a fan of Taylor Swift since I was like 12 years old so yeah. I think it was really exciting to like really become like obsessed with an artist again that way uh, and I'm really excited to go see him again in 2024 but I'm seeing him in Montreal so that'll be fun because it's like a little bit different I'm not going to see him in Toronto see him and in such a great artist that's done not only just collabs that he's released but Unreal. also the people that he's co uh, collaborated with at so shows good. and who he brings out and who he goes and supports and whatnot He's a big star. And he just feels like very like down to earth, authentic. Actually, I was just talking to my friend Ailish the other day at a party and she went to Dartmouth and she was saying the craziest thing is that like her sorority used to go to like frat parties where Noah Khan was being played, like paid to play at the frat party. Really? And she's like, we'd be like sitting in a living room, just like drinking like Coors Light. 
do they drink Coors Light in the States? They'd just be like sitting in the living room, like drinking Bud Lights, and like Noah Conscious like got his guitar, just like ripping wow. all these songs. So she said that watching him then become this like superstar, like really look was crazy for her because she's like he was just like the guy that played at frat houses <laughs> which is crazy to think about but yeah he's like my biggest artist that will be coming with me into 2024 from 2023. oh that's a good one uh what about favorite place you went this year i mean my cottage is my favorite place so obviously that and last 2022 was big because we bought the cottage it was huge but the reason 2023 was big was because my first year I got to like share it with my friends, right. which was really exciting. So my favorite like trip, my favorite place I went this year was when I did that East Coast trip going from like PEI, went to the music festival, then we went to the spa and then ending that week with being at the cottage with all my favorite people. I got to share my favorite place with my favorite people, which like when I purchased the cottage with my parents, like that's just what I kept picturing, like the fire pit and everything. And I just had this moment when I was there that I was like, oh my God, like this is what I was picturing the entire time that I was digging that fire pit. <laughs> all the hours digging it's an the impressive hole. fire pit too. It is. It is. And so <laughs> I, it just like really felt like it all like came together there. I'm like, we're not even done to like close to renovating into the spot where I want oh, to be, but so it nice didn't matter because like getting to share it with those people and everyone loving the East coast as much as I do. And that crazy night out in Halifax that we had and just like getting to share my favorite place with my favorite people my favorite restaurants like the bicycle thief and all of them loving it as much as like they're already asking when we can go back just made me very happy so that's my favorite trip. oh what that's about a you? good one i think for me it was traveling europe with Haley. for sure we, i've never i'd never been to europe before and then you like did it and then you did like, it did we europe were, we were around what did we do four four countries but that ton of cities in there, you were there for like a like month every, yeah, almost. So every two, three days, we were jumping around to somewhere new and from the coast to like yeah, the Amalfi Coast and then Paris and London. We were kind of all over the place. And it was kind of an exhausting trip, but in a good way, mm -hmm. just because we were doing so much, seeing so many new things, speaking new languages or trying to. Mm -hmm. um, trying a whole bunch of different food that like I'd never tried before. It was a good out of comfort, a zone type of experience, For which sure. like... You don't get a lot of the time if you're traveling in Canada or what I typically do, which is like default to not traveling. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it was really great to, to get out of Canada, but then also, you know, spend a little bit of time seeing new things. I love and, that. Uh, and then yeah, you got the bug now, or are you going to try and go? I think oh, so. Like, yeah, I'd love to. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, of course. I know. Once I got the bug and I went to Europe once, I was like, now I go on a yearly trip because I, I love know. it so much. I know. And last but not least, what was your favorite thing you did in 2023? Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to take a, I'm going to shout out to all the dog owners. This one, Aww. it's not going to be a big bright one that is like super impressive, like traveling Europe or something like that. I'm going to shout out my dog, Brooklyn. We love Brooklyn. Listen. I finally got to meet Brooklyn in 2023. Yeah. <laughs> that was so exciting. <laughs> she just turned five. Well, a couple of months ago, a month and a half ago. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I think probably the favorite thing I did was just like going to the dog park with Brooklyn mm -hmm. and then coming back and laying on the couch and just cuddling with the dog. She's so cute. Listen, sometimes big, impressive things happen. and But then other times... The stuff that you really enjoy, or at least what I enjoyed this year, was just like a little bit of downtime, yeah, you know, 100%. enjoying that with, with my dog. Oh, with Brooklyn. <laughs> she lives up to the hype. She's just as cute as she looks like on Instagram. Yeah. What about you? What was the favorite thing you did this year? Um, This entire year, if you guys remember the podcast, I think I talked about very early on into our journey here at the show, aside from starting the show, because that's very up, far up there. But again, that feels like 2022 to me. Um, 
I, my therapist asked me at the end of 2022, like, who are you? I had, I had a fucking mental breakdown about it. I That's like, a big question yeah, to end um, the year. It was literally the last session going it. And I keep telling her, I'm like heading into 2024. I go, I know you're going to ask me a big question again. You did this on me last year. And so I went into the year being like, oh my God, who am I? Like, I just watched a TikTok video about how like your frontal lobe develops at 25 and you become a different person. I'm like, did I ever figure out who that person was after? Cause it was a pandemic and. I had all these like thoughts and whatever. So I think the best thing I did this year was I did things like for Sarah, like just for Mm -hmm. myself. I've really, really like taken a step back on like spreading myself too thin. I still do it because it's like inherently part of who I am. But when it comes to like for other people and commitments, that's that saying no to more, just like protecting my own peace. I've like look at ebbs and flows. Sometimes I'm good at it. Sometimes I'm not great, but I really spent this past year focusing on myself and I'm really proud. And that's where like then things like running were birthed out of it. Right. Like I wouldn't, if I wasn't focused on just like bettering myself as a whole, then like just running for the goal of just like completing a run as opposed to like running for like an aesthetic or something like that wouldn't have been birthed out of it. So I think just focusing more on myself and trying to figure out what makes me tick and what makes me happy. I'm still figuring it out. I'm not saying I, I don't think I'll, you ever fully figure no, well, it yeah, out. Yeah, it's but going to it's, be just constantly asking those questions. Exactly. Right? I'm just, I think <laughs> I'm more aware of it now and my thoughts and feelings and like, you know, figuring that out. So yeah, I think just focusing on myself this year has been really good. And I plan to carry that into 2024. So. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Wait, what was the big question? Did you already get it asked to you for the 2024? No, I haven't. And my session is tomorrow and I'm a little bit oh, nervous. Oh, the question's so we'll coming. <laughs> we'll see the questions coming. And it'll be the thing I talk about for the next year on this podcast. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The first part of this 2023 wrapped slash looking ahead to 2024 is wrapped. So we're going to wrap up our year, continue talking about things that we did this year and, you know, just some of our favorites, just continuing our conversation. So Jacob, the first thing is what are some goals that you had set for yourself for this year that you achieved? Well, you know, it's so funny because I, when I saw that this is what we were going to be doing for this episode, I was like, okay, I got to see if I have any goals written down that Mm -hmm. I could just pull from to see if I accomplished them. And I didn't have a goal list written down for 2023. Oh, interesting. But I did in my notes app have one from 2016 and one from 2020. How do your notes go down? I swear I'm only allowed like 15 notes at a time really how do you have a ton of notes (laughs) i don't know you gotta figure out your notes oh my god but there were two there were two um there was one consistent between the two lists and on it was start a podcast actually yeah actually and you know what i dabbled previously you did uh, with another podcast that's why when i vetted you i knew you'd be good as a co-host it never panned out but here we are at the end of 2023 having like we said off the top of this episode, basically completed an entire year of this yeah, podcast. Yeah, because it's like, four, this will be episode like 43 four or something. It's something in there, 40, yeah. Yeah, 43. So. so yeah, that's one of the big goals for sure. I love that. Um, one of mine, and I put it on every single list every year, 
is like be fit. And I always like my list, my goals list, and we'll talk about this in a second about like how I do them. I always make really general ones and I make really specific ones and I make like really, so I'll make big goals, like make a million dollars. And that's been on my list since I was like, I don't know, 18 years old. Yeah. And so I'll just always put that on my list because one day hopefully I will get to check it off, but like I'll always put it, even though it doesn't carry over. Like when I make my list of like 30 things, I know like half of them I'm not actually going to hit. But you got your standards. But then yeah. sometimes I make really broad ones like be fit, be happy, all subjective that I could like decide. Then I also do ones that I know I'm going to hit. So like travel to at least one new country. Ooh, I love those. So yeah. I do those because then I know I can check it off. So like example, Nolan and I went to Europe like in most re- in March it was like one of the decisions was oh, okay well like he hadn't been to Paris before like it, or in France in general but I hadn't been to Belgium or Amsterdam and I wanted to be able to like check right, off another country yeah. so sometimes it helps me make those decisions because like I know I'm going to be like checking off one more thing um, but I'll always add like certain ones that cross over like I'll add again this year maybe I'll be travel to at least two new countries or I'll add a couple more but the be fit one is when I was thinking about when I was thinking about this question is because it's so broad, but I talked about a few episodes ago. I think this is the first year that I feel like I can cross that one off and embody it. Ooh, amazing. In the sense of like, am I like a weightlifting gym girly? Absolutely not. Am I a fitness influencer? <laughs> no, but I think I more so embody a fitness lifestyle or a fitter lifestyle now than I ever have because I've now approached fitness from a perspective of like setting goals for myself in fitness and not setting goals for myself in like weight loss or body yeah. image or aesthetic. Like my goal was to run a half marathon and I had a time goal and those things that are like tangible things I can achieve. And I met them, which was amazing. Like I didn't have like running on That was my a list. big change in my mind too. Yeah. Uh, during our episode with Cassie Day talking about like working out for aesthetics versus working out as someone who 100%. like is just exercising well and she like really put it towards i didn't even realize i was doing it yeah. and when i was listening back i was like oh she like it's like it's so right like i for so long like you people like especially going into this like new year and a lot of people's goals might be fitness or health or whatever and so i really want to talk about it because like it doesn't have to be i think that's where like the failure comes from is like when it's like a january everyone's like hey i'm joining this gym and then by march you like stop yeah, doing and like, it oh i didn't cross off 30 days of like doing 100 arm curls a day or 100, like and i've that. tried to do those crash things so many times whereas now it's like truly like i run because i enjoy it i will oh, go to an f45 good. class because i want to and i enjoy it and then i don't approach it from a i'm trying to look in a bikini i'm not trying to like approach it from anywhere other than and, just like being a fit lifestyle yeah and you're not trying you're not only crossing it off once you get to a certain exactly milestone i forget exactly the name of the book i think it might just be called habits but it's by james clear i read it a couple of years ago i know it's surprising i finished a book <laughs> but one of the biggest things to building habits or positives toward building habits was essentially setting your mindset from the very beginning uh and the way that you speak about yourself with regards to the habit, say exercise in this case, mm-hmm. is just like when you start, just look at yourself as someone who now exercises. Mm-hmm. That's you are, you're not trying to become someone who is a yeah. professional athlete or something. Like immediately once you get going, like you're there. Yeah, that's like being a runner or like being a reader. Like if you yeah. want to be someone that does read books. Yeah, that's, that's a good one. Okay, yeah, well, thanks. congrats for crossing that off the thanks. list this year. Thanks. So that's kind of on the personal side. Throwing things to the business side of things then. The Were there business, business goals that you achieved this year? Uh, yeah, one of the business goals was doing a live show and we did that, which was, oh really yeah, exciting. that was a good so, one. And then also business goal was launch actually launching the podcast, but that was like so fresh into the new year that it felt like it still feels like it was the year before yeah. in my brain, <laughs> but doing a live show was a huge business goal 
for me or some sort of we've done live events but like trying to take the podcast into that formula was something that like I had written down on a list of goals for the year so I was really happy we were able to do that. That's a good one because it's interesting because like yeah live like events we did previously were like bar nights and that kind of stuff where it's kind of a different vibe this was yeah you're right taking something that does live on its own somewhere else online. And it's like terrifying because it's like we were the entertainment yeah which is like (laughs) terrifying in its own right and like we did everything ourselves like you know it just like that was a big business goal and look like, I don't make any money off of it like it was a business goal in the sense of for the yeah. brand of talking fast and like it was great because we raised some money for charity and stuff but it was just a goal to like test it to see if an audience would actually be like interested in it and they were which was great so then now we can see like the value of being able to do more of them I really want to do them all over Canada That's and it was my fun next too it was fun goal. too it was so much fun one for me, business goals. I think there was, I, th- I can't remember when I put it out, but I put out an Instagram post earlier this year that was just like a photo of me working on a computer. And it just kind of broke down what I do for a living because I feel like there are probably a lot of listeners on here, but also just people in my life that, that I'm don't close know what with you do. Who could just dis- listen? There are people that are close to me that could describe it in probably a paragraph. Yeah. But they really wouldn't know what the day to day looks like. <laughs> so the post put I, I put up the post on that. Uh, I put up the post on Instagram and actually there were a few bunch of people that kind of like reached out to me because of that, both potentially for business opportunities, but then also just like personally, it was nice to have someone understand what I do for a living because sometimes and this is something that I struggle with it's like it's really hard to <laughs> convince not convince people uh, convey? but to convey what I do uh, yeah to people. I've had people that think that you are my manager for my day job and that's why you co-host this podcast with me it goes like, both sides <laughs> it's like your manager for your day job your assistant oh yeah your... that's true agent <laughs> there's all these different terms for it but I like yeah. that yeah having people know what Jacob does for a living that's continue into 2024 Listen, maybe we'll do, uh, I'll do another post, 2024. What is a habit you developed in 2023 that you want to take with you into 2024? Okay, I teased this on a couple episodes ago, I think, but it it is speaking about exercise, more around exercise. Because I was, I have been for several years, like pretty locked in on a decent exercise routine mm-hmm. um, that combines playing sports and running and uh, a little bit of hit and that kind of stuff. Uh but then adding physio this year as well. Mm -hmm. I think that speaking about exercise and speaking about maybe expanding the definition of exercise for this one for me is what I want to take with me is expanding that definition to taking care of my body in all ways. So it's not just like, let's lower my marathon time. It's like, let's do that in a way that's going to make sure that I'm healthy and happy at the finish line, I guess. Smart. Uh, I think... Mine's twofold. The first, second one's going to be a little depressing. But the first one is running. That's a habit I developed because then I got the itch and I got the runner's high. And I now like talked about like how fitness is something that like was a big gold mine for the year. But just running as a habit, like wanting to run, enjoying it, like us creating run clubs out of it and stuff like it's become like a habit like if someone was to ask me what my hobbies are, I would now say running is one of them, which like you would have gone to my head January of like last year never would have expected it ever (laughs) and the next one that I is a habit I don't think I can continue consider it a habit but it's a thing that I never used to do and I do a lot of now and not necessarily in a bad way but I was notoriously known for not being a crier ever oh okay don't cry I'll cry at like movies and stuff but I don't cry reading books I don't cry like a lot 
in general. Don't cry just thinking about your Some, emotions. No, but now I do. Something yeah. happened in 2020. I didn't, the thing is, it's not like something happened. Like, there's not like one like thing. It's just something happened this year. Maybe it was me discovering who I am, all that jazz, whatever. Uh, but now I cry, but I allow myself to. Like, I used to just like hold it back and whatever. But now, if I just like feel like I need a good cry, I'll just do, do it and let it out. Uh, yeah, I do cry in public. Yeah, I cry I, when I run sometimes. I, th- <laughs> I, threw, I threw down a, a public cry this year. <laughs> yeah, uh, I've definitely thrown down a couple public cries this year. And it's because it's all part of like my learning through like therapy and stuff. It's like the more I just like pressure it, the like it's just like really bad. It's yeah. like just a big emotional breakdown. Now I just like let the faucets loose when they need them to it's be. It's also just like a natural I, Exactly. Response, it's natural. You know and sometimes I mean? like I literally, I don't know why I'm crying. There's not like yeah. something that happened. You just are and your body just feels like it needs to. So now I allow myself to as opposed to holding that all in because I used to hold it all in and that wasn't healthy either. So I hope I continue that. I hope I don't have a lot of reasons to cry, like sad tears, <laughs> but I hope I continue that habit. I That's don't want a good one. I don't want to say crying is a habit of mine, but you know what I mean. But what a habit to leave behind. A habit to leave behind is ordering food and not making oh. food. <laughs> oh, that's a good I, one. I, look, this past few months, even I've been a little bit better. And I actually think the Trader Joe's runs with Tara have helped. Look, I'm not saying it's the healthiest food, but it's food that's so quick. to Like my whole thing is like convenience. I will pay for convenience Same. nine times out of 10 always. And for me, I'm always like, well, if someone can make the food better than I can, why wouldn't I like conveniently pay for it? It's just getting too much. Like I can't. It's also, I can't it's, it's also though, it. I feel like that's almost like a symptom of overwork. Because you're like, if I order something on an app and it's going to get delivered to me, I can be doing something else as it comes. As opposed to being like, you know what? Let's just take an hour to go and cook something. Even half hour. You know know what I mean? That's the thing is like, it's, I could need to start treating cooking as like, a time that I'm like not on my phone the same way I treat reading or like all of these other things. And it's a time that I'm not working. You're right. And I need to be better at it because when I do cook something that tastes good, I'm really proud of myself and I get that little chip and I'm really excited, but I just like, I I need to like be willing to learn. There's layers to it, but these are good. I need to just in general stop ordering. I'm going to delete, uh, I'm going to in January. Well, it's January now when you're listening to this, Delete some of the apps. I'm going to delete the apps. When I did that back in like October, it really helps. I'm going to delete the apps because I have to really intentionally re-download them if I'm that yeah. desperate. <laughs> <laughs> How about you? What's a habit you're leaving behind? Okay. That's a good one. Uh, I think, you know, sobriety is going to have a moment, not total sobriety for me, but My I friends think and I that were just it's coming about this. in and I think that like it's cutting down on alcohol now. consumption is one that ties into the habits that I'm bringing forward, right? Taking care of my body overall. Exercising is one way to do that in a positive way. But the other way is like, let's take away some of the stuff that's maybe hurting our bodies. And I'm not saying like I'm against a casual drink here and there, like a bottle of wine with friends at dinner or something like that. But you know what? We can get out of hand sometimes. And let's say less of that in 2020. My friends and I were just talking about this and we were saying that it's like, so I saw this TikTok, apparently where I got all my information from. <laughs> and there was this girl talking about how if you just intentionally choose one week a month not to drink, that ends up being three months of not drinking. Every yeah. So, right? So if you do like January, I'm going to take the last week of January, whatever, and do it once a week or once a month for one week. And it's, and then my friend argued, she goes, well, like you probably unintentionally do that all the time. Like you're not drinking every single day. And I said, that's true. But I think it's about the intention. That's the difference. It's exactly. The intention. So I think it. this is what I'm going to attempt to do because I've thought about this as well. And look, it's really easy at like events or like happy hours. It's not to offer to like, oh, let's just go grab a drink when you're seeing someone. Let's get more creative. Let's like do something a little bit different. So what I'm going to do is instead of trying to do like dry January or something like that's one extreme to the other. I'm going to dedicate one week every single month 
to sobriety and not drinking. I like it. And then we'll see how it feels. If I want to do more than that, I can do more than that, but I'm committing to one week every single month. I like it. Okay, combined habits and maybe just like invite friends over to cook and then you cook dinner. I love that. And just eliminate the booze. Um, I need to cook. I need to cook. I see that's the thing. If I was cooking dinner for other people, I would need the booze because I'd be way too nervous <laughs> for it. But let me learn to cook a little bit more before I do that. But yeah. I, if you I got any good that. recipes, send them our way, you know? I have, don't know how to cook. So if you know how to cook, just like oh, FaceTime me. Oh, talking fast cooking class could be fun. Talking fast cooking class, it rhymes too. Ooh. We love that. We've looked a little bit back on 2023. We just talked about habits that we're not going to bring into 2024. But let's look ahead. New year, same as. How do you approach a new year actually first is the first thing I want to ask you. Some people are like, love seeing it. I'm somebody that sees it as a fresh start, that sees it as a refresh. I really like absolutes and a January 1st is an absolute for me to be able to like start yeah. things and start new habits. Is that how you feel? I feel that way. Yeah. There's always like the uh, kind of... Uh, the other year, the start of the year is like the school year, right? So like yeah, September, September or something like that. But there, there's a lot of holidays right now. So I look at it as January 1st as like a hard start to, to, to begin new anew. So this is definitely a good time to be looking at new goals for this year. So speaking of goals, what is a personal goal for you in 2024? Okay. A lot of the time, and I was looking back, I said this off the top uh, of our list here for uh, 2023, when I was looking at the goals in my notes app, I only had a couple, but I went through and they were all like kind of business oriented a lot mm -hmm. of the time. Because those are more easily tangible to track. Too, I know. Right? And this one's going to be like really hard to track, but I think one of my top goals for 2024 is to play more. Oh, I like that. Listen, I'm the per I'm the type of person that is is always gonna pick up a hobby and then yeah. like within two days I'm gonna be like, how could this maybe be turned into a business? <laughs> this is this is I want to get so far away no, from that. No, it's true though. Like when I was making my silly goofy bracelets and became attached with, do you know how many messages I got saying you should sell these? And I had to reply and go, I'm trying not no, to monetize all my not hobbies. A like just no. let me make my bracelets. Yeah, and I, I like same kind of thing. Like I would rather just like hang out with a couple of friends and like. Like find something to do. You know what I mean? Like don't always have yeah. a plan of like this is how things are going to go. Just leave leave some stuff open to the imagination and creativity and see what happens. Plus prioritize certain hobbies and, you know, interests of mine that are that feel like play as opposed to feeling like work or a responsibility. Love that. I have a few different. I mean, like I have a list of like 20 um, and I share some of them when I on TikTok. So I'll end up making like a rap video and sharing some of my goals for the new year. Uh, one of mine is more like intentional hanging out with my friends in the sense of like not just oh like let's just go to the bar tonight or oh let's just like and it yeah. kind of goes that's whole sobriety thing I think I want to do more intentional and unique ways of seeing my friends so like one thing I love that we did started a couple of years ago is we play like beach volleyball we play so play soccer and do all of these things but I also want to be able to like maybe we do a games night or maybe we go do a cooking class or an art class or like things like that are a little bit different or maybe they just like come over for a hangout. Like I just, I want to be a little bit more intentional than just a Saturday night where we're all bored and we're like, okay, I guess we're going to go to the bar because yeah, we have nothing else to yeah. do. So more intention. Um, another personal goal is an improv class. I wanted to take one for oh, years yeah. and I signed up for it. My first class is the second week of January and I'm very excited nervous for those who don't know i used to do improv team in high school how long does it last like it's a uh, it's, it's improv one so i'm doing it with my friend anastasia it was my wedding present to her because we both want to do this class she forever was on the podcast. Go anastasia listen. abuse says you can go back and listen to that episode and 
we are doing it together, which is really exciting. It makes it like, a little bit more approachable, I think. Yeah. So improv one is only like six weeks. I'm doing it through the second city, which is also just six. It's like doing a class at second Big city name, is so yeah. cool. And then we're going to, if we like it, which I mean, I love improv, so I'm sure I will. Then we'll do improv two. And then there's like improv for anxiety, improv for actors. They have all these different oh, ones. Cool. And then maybe I just do like an acting class there. I don't know. Just like. I loved the arts and drama so much growing up. Like I loved musical theater, all these things I just am so far removed from now. And just like not again, not doing it for the purpose of like, I'm not trying to become an actor. I have no interest in that. I'm just doing it literally for fun. Oh, that's and so I good. think that and for play. So it's kind of like that same mentality. But yeah, improv class is a personal goal and we're checking that off early. Nice. As long as I make it to class number one. <laughs> That'll be next week. <laughs> Okay, now moving on to professional goals. What is a professional goal for you in 2024? Okay, this is or some, for us. It could be for us. <laughs> you know what? This is something that I've, I've had in the back of my mind for quite a while. And just and it's become popular. There are a ton of people that do it, but I don't think that a lot of people do it perfectly. Um, but it's kind of expanding the business into the product development side of things. Mm-hmm. A lot of people do merch, but not we've, a lot of we've people done it. do. We've been there standalone products and i think that that that's been like trendy for a long time when it comes to well, especially like, online creators you can look like chamberlain coffee is an example of like what a standalone product they would do be. great they do a great job yeah so like and so for those that are just listening like a standalone product would be like a brand that can live on past being the creator as an example shane mitchell created bays like the luggage brand now people don't even realize she's the one that created it yeah and per, well they're exactly like you for well let's take you as an example because mm. just out of the blue um <laughs> so random you have an ingrained audience say on tiktok and instagram and other platforms that uh are there to follow you for a certain uh thing which is oftentimes if you're following on tiktok like probably your daily life right they're interested in watching sarah jenkins and what she's up to uh there's probably a good amount of those people who might also be interested in a standalone product that um, you both promote, but also could be behind, uh, which could be any number of things. Maybe we won't say specifically what they could be, (laughs) Um, but breaking into a larger audience that is interested in more general lifestyle products, right? Mm -hmm. That could be anything that you might find at a department store or Online. online. So anyway, that's something that has been mm-hmm. in the back of my head for years. Yeah, we've talked really about it for a couple, we've talked about it for a couple of years, and I yeah. feel like only in the past year has it become a lot more normalized in the creator space too. I think. And I've had experiences on the kind of manager side where past clients, many many times a year, there will be people who reach out with this rough idea, mm-hmm. and no one really has all of it figured out from yeah. like the relationship side of how, how do you do work it? with someone to kind of start that up the logistics side of actually managing the million things it takes to mm-hmm. produce Just a start product a and then business. distribute it yeah. uh and then yeah kind of all of those different things in in that world so do i know everything absolutely not am i interested in it yes so that's something to explore next year sweet i mean you kind of took mine because I mean we work together so obviously (laughs) Um, but I have two jobs I have two lives so another professional goal of mine is to go to the Paris Olympics you heard it here first we'll see we'll see We'll see. I can't see. What's the update? What are we? Uh, I'm currently the it's state. Been a life, it's been a life goal for a long okay, time. So life right? goal. The reason I work in sports because I want to go to the Olympics. It's always been my thing. I've worked four Olympic Games and this would be my first games on the ground. I've been told that I'm going. But also the CBC is laying off a lot of people <laughs> this year. Uh, so I, I'm not. I will not 
get ex- I won't allow myself to get excited about it but why until not add it to that list, right? I'm gonna add it to the list, but I will not allow myself to get like really truly excited about it until I'm on that plane going. But yeah, that's like a massive professional goal that I'm very likely gonna be checking off this year, which might come with some tears because I talked about crying earlier too. So we'll <laughs> see. But yeah, that's a big one. Um, last but not least, I want... Sorry, I was No, just you go ahead. Last but not least, I want to finish this off by asking, what is something you were looking forward to in 2024? What's something you're excited okay, about? Okay, big milestone. I'm Yeah, I got to throw it back. I just have to say the cottage. cottage I have cottage. to. I have to. The cottage. I personally am excited for your cottage. Yeah, we're only a few months away from it being fully completed. And I realized right before coming here today... That, you know, uh, my siblings and I, we had a family cottage growing up. It was sold as a part of a parental divorce. And when the cottage is done, it'll be 20 years almost to the day of Meant that to be. finishing. So it was, we tying waited a, a long time but still for this it with comeback. But, and, but then you're getting to do it like your way and on your terms this time. Yeah, which is exactly. Really exactly. And it's been such a process of the last like two and a half or it'll be two and a half years. It's been a long time. Um, but it's been really fun. So yeah, we're looking forward to that being the big I kind of milestone. Can't early wait on for the podcast the app from the cottage. It'll it'll happen early It'll on. have to happen. Get, get ready for it in probably May or something. I don't know. <laughs> Sarah, what about you? Big milestone, twenty twenty four. Something you're looking forward to? I don't really have any big milestones coming up. I'm looking forward to more travel, especially like with my girlfriends specifically. We already have like a bunch of trips booked. We're getting booked and busy for travel. I've I've found my people that I love traveling with, and they're always like down for a good time. So I think we talked about it in the other episodes about wanting to like go new places like Bali, maybe somewhere really cool and big like yeah, that. Um, obviously though, like I'm be could be hitting some massive career milestones this year, which is like what I'm very much looking forward to. But yeah, I'm I'm also looking forward to the era post Olympics where I just get to rest because it's yeah. when you, it's all that <laughs> consumes your brain in your life for. A long time for a couple of years. We've started I, as of now, like a couple of weeks ago. I right? was literally at the Olympic summit interviewing athletes about the Olympics. So yeah. now like the, it really turns on in 2024 and from now until then, like it's just what my brain will be completely consumed by scheduling this, that, like who's going to be where logistics. So then once that's done, I'm looking forward to just booking an Airbnb in the South France and going and sitting by a pool for a week is what I'm going to do after. <laughs> okay. So well, we got to balance 2024. It sounds We're like. <laughs> all about balance in 2024. Um, let us know if you enjoyed this episode and we also would love to hear about some of your goals that you have for the year. We're almost coming up on our one year anniversary. We're going to have to have a little birthday party. So thank you to all those that have been listening for a full year. Now we are so excited to bring you more talking fast in this brand new year. As always, we'll be here every single Wednesday. I've been Sarah. That's been Jacob. And we'll see you next week. <laughs> Thank you.